This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley and Robbie Hyde. Are there any more Blue Jays moves to be made? Ross Atkins was asked that question, and he said that at this point for any moves, any additions, there would need to be some type of subtraction. Um, what do you guys think? Do you okay. think the Blue wait, Jays wait, have wait. another move? But before before we answer that, because I'll tell you right now, we've spent all offseason talking about this, uh, literally yeah. all offseason, just as yeah. you guys have been talking about all MLB and also Blue Jays. We've spent every, all offseason talking about this specific thing, and mm-hmm. we are going to give our two cents. But Robbie Hyde, the Boston Red Sox fan, unbiased, mm-hmm. out of so you know, I want to hear your are the Toronto Blue Jays gonna make any more moves you've seen us get hurt time and time again this offseason are we gonna make any more moves from a boston red sox fan no i don't think so <laughs> I, I feel like i feel like it's i don't know man like i have thought cody bellinger for a long time but you know and once they got kevin kiermeyer back i was like eh, well all right i don't know about that could that still be a possibility you know depending on what happens with this market maybe Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like they kind of, it just doesn't feel like they're going to make any more big moves, maybe some minor moves, you know, maybe another yeah. bullpen piece, but, um, you know, adding egg IKF, Justin Turner, you know, those aren't the biggest, you know, the, the most splashy signings, but what I like about those signings is what they're going to bring to the clubhouse. And I think that's to me, I don't know. It, it just felt, I talked with you about this a little while ago, Jim, where I, I don't know. There was something just weird with this Blue Jays team in the last couple of years. And I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts too. They almost feel like, I don't know, like I don't watch them day to day. I'm not going to sit here and say I know everything about the Blue Jays from top to bottom, but it just feels like they should be playing better. And maybe they come off as stiff to me. I don't know. To me, I think adding someone like Justin Turner, IKF, that's going to just bring good chemistry to that team and then ikf as well it brings that versatility there too mm-hmm. uh, i don't know like i just it doesn't feel like they have another move in them unless it's like a bullpen kind of a move and that's just where i'm at right now yeah i mean you're right i mean you actually kind of described it perfectly how the blue jays kind of feel stiff you know recently i was looking at you know our top six guys last year in 2023 um who led the team in at bats or played appearances and you know you had george springer because he was lead off um regressed heavily he almost had 700 plate appearances and, and we saw some a guy around a 720 ops you know just not didn't look like george springer that you're paying 25 million dollars to then you had boba you know he obviously had a great year for boba did exactly what he needs to do vladdy dropping off a little bit as exciting and hyped up as he is in the mlb just not reaching that level that star power level that you really need to carry an offense and then following them was with merrifield matt chapman dalton varsho who Merrifield had a great year for the first four months and then fell off. But then you have Matt Chapman. He's just like, he's a good bat. There's some power in there for sure. You want him in the lineup, 
and then Dalton Varsho kind of underperforming some expectations. So you kind of see the top six guys, and there's no one really there other than Bobachet who doing Bobachet stuff, great stuff. No really a lot of guys, not a lot of guys that are really like popping. And th- that's that's what was missing. And maybe it's a bit of youth, maybe it's a bit of age too with George Springer, but it feels like you needed to bring somebody in this offseason. That's why we're thinking like Cody Ballinger, someone who's entering the prime of his career in terms of his age, to kind of give you that that pop, that excitement. And they, they're not, I don't think they're going to make any moves either, Robbie, if I'm going to answer your, uh, Jim's question too, because it, it feels like they would have done it already, or maybe they're waiting for some sort of like, maybe they're going to change what kind of contract they're looking for. If they're not getting the contract they want for Cody Ballinger, maybe they can do some sort of shorter deal. I don't really know. I, I think it's unlikely, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Someone needs to step up from that, from that core of Blue Jays to make them. Yeah. yeah. Well, but the, the reason that they're not going to make any moves is, is exactly what Robbie was saying. Because your thoughts, what, what you're saying, Robbie, them being stiff, them not hitting their potential, that's what the management is seeing too. And that's what they're seeing after they have paid George Springer $25 million a year, after they have signed Kevin Gosman to a very lucrative deal, after they've got Chris Bassett, after they've made these trades, after they've brought in these pieces, right? They've done all that. They've done it offseason after offseason, trade deadline after trade deadline. And so when they're still seeing this team that they've heavily invested in, that they have this core that has been hyped up by the MLB forever, and they're still seeing them play stiff, not reach their potential. This was the breaking point of the offseason where I think Rogers, you know, Rogers Communication Company owns the Blue Jays. I think they said, no, we're, we're not going to go out and spend another $100 million or $200 million on a guy, obviously, unless it's Shohei Otani, because that's a separate, that's different, different yeah. player. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to go out. We're not going to do that again. Because we've done that for the last three seasons now, and where are the results? Mm-hmm. There aren't any. They kind of banking know? on the guys, the guys that they brought up to this team back in 2019. Oh, Vlad, you know they're they with them. And one one thing I've noticed with the Blue Jays too is, and I kind of thought about that. It's like because they have all these good hitters, they have these names. Why aren't they really getting past this this ceiling? where they seem to just get stuck. I really do think a lot of it in the end, it comes down to smaller things of the blue Jays. Like for instance, they were one of the worst base running teams last year. Yeah. Or they were, I think 27th or 28th last year. So that could come down to just simple, you know, calls from the coaching staff, right. Mm-hmm. You know, just little things like that. Um, where, you know, maybe bringing, you know, maybe a veteran addition like Justin Turner, where, you know, he's also going to help the clubhouse be a little bit more loose. You know, I think that's just an important addition as well, just the intangibles that he brings. And that's where I think they, they just need to kind of make these better decisions, I think, because the Blue Jays are full of stars. Like like you said, the pitching staff, incredible. I mean, I love Kevin Gosman. I, he's one of my favorite pitchers in the game. Um, Alec Manoa, I think he's I think he's going to have a good season, honestly, if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um there's so much good about this team. Then you just think, why aren't they doing anything? I, I do think it comes down mm-hmm. to the smaller things, right? And that could be, you know, manager calls, coaching staff kind of kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, I mean, hey, to Ross Atkins' credit, he did say that he said the major thing they changed this offseason was supporting the team. And we were kind of laughing about it on our channel, like, oh, like, that's what they need to do. They need to support the guys. Well, actually, they changed up their offensive. They have, they have now an offensive coordinator. Not just a football term anymore. It's in, it's in baseball now. We have an offensive coordinator. We changed up the hitting assistants, and we actually have new third base coach. Um, he's going to be coming in this year. So you know, you're talking about base running calls. I mean, does that play a factor? 
And also, I think there is some credit to the the players themselves who who are making all these mistakes a lot on the base paths. Not to solo at anybody, but guys like Vladdy, right, who are yeah. getting on base, and he made a lot of errors, especially in the playoffs. Um, like maybe there's a little bit of growth there too, too right? So I think yeah. maybe uh, maybe all these kind of moves. Maybe you you won't see it on paper in the numbers, but it could be you might see it in the win column too. Yeah, and it's nice to see that these guys are taking the time this off season to actually take care of themselves a little bit, get into some better shape. Uh, you know, I think you could argue. I don't know, Vlad, obviously from a personal point of view, but he kind of came off to me in the last couple of years as a guy that was kind of sitting on his laurels a mm. little bit. Kind of, you know, Vlad Jr. He hits bombs, right? But I think you need to see something different from Vlad this year instead of just going for bombs all the time. Right. I think yeah. you just need to improve the overall offensive game. Um, not just from a, a bat point of view, you know, how you're approaching your at bats, uh, you know, decisions on the bases. It's the smaller things in the end of the blue Jays. I think. Let me ask you this guys. Um, is Joey Votto going to be a Toronto blue Jay? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. Do it. Too many times. Do it. <laughs> Why not? No, seriously. I'm like, Why Can not? Do one day contract? You know, one day contract. So, so I'm looking at the Joey Votto thing. Retire with the Blue Jays on a I'm, one year deal. One year really contract. With them. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the 40 man roster right now for the Toronto Blue Jays. If the Blue Jays waived or not waived, but uh, sent Ernie Clement on assignment. Who's going to pick up Ernie Clement? Uh, 28 years old, hasn't really been able to make it yet. I think Ernie Clement probably passes through waivers and is right back in Buffalo. There's your spot for Joey Votto. And you're saying, well, they need a spot for Ricky Tiedemann. Well, that's Mitch White. Bye, Mitch. Like, we don't, it doesn't matter if anybody picks up Mitch White. Bye, Mitch. And, and, and who, by the way, Funny story. I saw Mitch White. Um, when I went to the Jays and D-backs game in the summertime, this was the game where Toronto came back and won. I want to say they they took it in extras. And but Mitch White blew that they, they they had like a seven to nothing lead or something like that. And Mitch White like single-handedly blew the game. And after the game, we're sitting in traffic, leaving Rogers Center, and Mitch White is walking with his headphones on just kind of like head down totally bummed out after you know almost blowing the game for the Toronto Blue Jays and, and I'm like I'm sitting there I'm like like that's Mitch as we drive by like that's Mitch White anyway so uh by Mitch Mitch can go there's your spot for Ricky Tiedemann Ernie passes through waivers there's your spot for Joey Votto I say let's do it Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here's a trade. I have a trade proposal for you guys. I got a trade proposal for you. Okay. <clears throat> Clear my throat. So what about you say Kikuchi, mm-hmm. Santiago Espinal, mm-hmm. and we're going to have to include a decent prospect. Okay. I'm going to go to Leo Jimenez. Sure. Okay. 
or Hassan Kim? Do the Blue Jays say no to that? Hassan Kim's on a one year, right? If I'm not mistaken, or he has a player option. He's done. He he's he's a, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. I do believe there's an option, but I think he's done. I mean, okay. I I would. I I mean, me personally, I'd be all over that. I'd find it hard to believe that that would get accepted. I mean, I guess that it's all about the prospect, really. But I, I mean, I would yeah, the prospects make or break. The, the prospects make or break because if you bring in Espinal, that replaces Hassan Kim in the roster, right? That 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 that's your second baseman mm, if you're San yeah. Diego. Um, you say Kikuchi is your three, maybe your four. At, at the very worst, he's the four. He could yeah. be the three with that San Diego rotation. And it, the prospects got to carry weight. If Leo Jimenez doesn't get it done, move up a spot. Uh, but it feels like there is, and we heard from Bob Nightingale, who heard from AJ Preller, that Preller is in trade talks, and Hassan Kim is a player generating a ton of interest. I feel like there's a trade to be had, and there's not a lot of, in my opinion, there's not a lot of trade suitors. There's not a lot of good partners there. Mm-hmm. The Blue Jays, without you, say Kikuchi, are going to be fine. Right, if Alec Mano is back, you got Yario. But it's already said Yario Rodriguez is here as a starting pitcher. Okay, mm-hmm. are the Blue Jays going to go with a six-man rotation? So right. you've got you've and and Ricky Tiedemann. So if you traded Yusei Kikuchi, then it's kind of a competition between Rodriguez and Tiedemann for that number five spot in the rotation. Like the Blue Jays would not miss Yusei Kikuchi at all, and the Padres. Padres fans are pushing back and they're saying, no, we got Drew Thorpe and we got all these, we got, we got, uh, we have the back of our rotation. You have the back of your rotation if you're trying to win 78 games, but if you're trying to compete in the division, more needs to be done. In my opinion, I, it's, it's the prospect. The prospect may need to be beefed up. And at that point, um, the Blue Jays may say it's too rich for our blood, but it seems like there's a trade to um, be had. Correct me if I'm wrong, but can can Kim play third? I don't believe he's got the strong enough arm. He can play short. He can play second. He can play I, there in a pinch, but yeah, yeah, right yeah. every day. Okay. okay. I mean, your proposal, Jim, I'd smash that. Yeah. I'd smash that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I'm just wondering if you say is going to be the guy to bring the Padres into some sort of competitive window. Like, I love you, say, but I don't know. I don't know if that would be... You know what I mean? But also, like, having yep. him on the team, are they even going to be competitive? Like, what would be the purpose from San Diego just to get, like, a good prospect, right? So that's why I think you probably would need to have a juicier prospect. Yeah. The, you know, I've, I've seen, I've, I've read, uh, you know, Dennis Lynn out there in San Diego. You know, they were, the, 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 the discussion is the Padres with their holes. What's the piece that's currently on roster that could be used to fill some of those holes? And Hassan Kim is the guy. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you are a better team with a number three at worst, number four starting pitcher, I, again, I think you think if, if Kikuchi's pitching like he did last year for Toronto, he's comfortably the number three for the San Diego Padres. Yeah. And yeah. then you have Santiago Espinal, who's going to give you a very good defense. Um, he's your second baseman. And if your prospect, if the prospect is close, if the prospect is ready, and you can fill three holes on the active roster for Hassan Kim. That makes your team more competitive. And for the Toronto Blue Jays, Kim is a defensive first player. Uh, I, I like his plate approach. There's not a ton of swing and myth with, with, with Hassan Kim. I, I, I want the trade to happen 
And I don't know how how uh, how we make it happen, but that's my if I had a wish list item for between now and opening day, um, I, I would love to see the Blue Jays utilize the fact that starting pitching, trading for starting pitching is at such a high premium. Yusei Kikuchi is in the final year of his deal and he's not going to be back. We won't miss him one bit with a, a Manoa bounce back, the signing of Rodriguez and Ricky Tiedemann's ascension. So let's try to make both teams better. And I think Hassan Kim would make the Blue Jays better. Well, I would also I will say, say this. Uh, go, go, yeah. Roth Atkins came out and, and <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> he always says ridiculous stuff, but uh, he came out today, and and so when somebody asked him like whether or not the Blue Jays are going to make any more moves, the whole thing that sparked this conversation, um, this isn't verbatim, oh, but it was he said uh, effectively, if we are going to uh, additions that would be of significance would mean some level of subtraction, uh, which boys I don't think really means anything at all. But you could spin it in the way that. If they're gonna add, maybe they're looking at a trade, right? Yeah. So yeah, sure. the forty man's full. The forty man is full. So what he said is right. Like it, mm. Mitch White's, Ernie Clement, those got to be two of the guys that are you know that's the, the chopping block. And and again, from a financial perspective, because it's that second tax threshold that the Blue Jays are really close to. Uh, you say Kikuchi's making ten mil. Hassan Kim's making eight. Blue Jays can pull off that trade and it works financially as well. Uh, so all the reasons why uh, let's. Well, hold on. I want to jump into that. I yes, go for it. Um, I think the Pogs raise, well, right now the Pogs raise works for the Blue Jays. I think you got to look at it from the Pogs raise point of view. Their main focus right now is adding an outfielder. Like that's their, they mm -hmm. have no outfielders, right? You got Fernando Tatis Jr. Got Azakar there. Uh, they've been really linked with Jaron Duran. Uh, Sam mm -hmm. Freilich has come up as well with the Brewers. So that's their main thing right now. I think if you traded Hassan Kim, I think if you could somehow get an outfielder back in return, yeah. like I think that could, that could be something where, you know, maybe Nathan you Luke's. Do, yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe you could do like some sort of, uh, I don't know, do like a three-way trade where maybe – Someone like Taylor Ward could go back to the Padres or like Brian De La Cruz on the Marlins, you know, something like that. You know, maybe you could package mm -hmm. him with Tanner Scott, who's got one year left. You know, there's I think that would be the way, in my opinion, to because that's the Padres, yeah, they have starting pitching. Maybe it's not the best, but you still have a one, two, three in Musgrove and Darvish and King now. So I think right now, high priority for them is outfield, right? So if that yeah, could get definitely. an outfielder, I think that's that would be something that works for them. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. No, you're right. That's mm -hmm. I, I love that. There's there's a lot of teams that are sitting there with a fourth outfielder, but don't have the need for Hassan Kim. So that's not there's no trade partners there in that aspect. But if the Blue Jays are willing to grab the Angels or grab, you know, Miami and send send a prospect to Miami um instead of to th that that Leo Jimenez instead of sending that player to San Diego send that player to Miami and then Miami sends Jesus Sanchez or somebody or Brian De La Cruz to the Padres there it's it's there 
just need these GMs, A, to get creative, and B, to listen to the podcast. 